Welcome to the Clinical Education Initiative podcast, Conversations with CEI, where we feature conversations with clinical experts, their experience and insights on current health issues in the areas of HIV, primary care and prevention, sexual health, hepatitis C, and drug user health. For today's podcast, we're going to talk about the START trial, a trial that confirmed continued benefit for starting antiretroviral therapy early in HIV patients. But wait, some of you are saying, hasn't that all already been published about seven or eight years ago? And weren't the results conclusive? Yes, that's absolutely true. But last month, there were new results. Well, a follow-up, a long-term follow-up based on data presented at the Infectious Disease Society meetings in 2022. So first, let me put this in context for those who were not heavily involved in treating HIV patients before 2015 or so. For the five or even more years prior to 2015, there was quite a bit of debate over which was worse, the complications directly related to HIV or those that were attributed to antiretroviral therapy. For example, Everybody knew that waiting until patients had AIDS was bad, but for those patients whose CD4 count was above 500, there was actual serious debate about whether it was better to be on antiretrovirals or off antiretrovirals. The complications that were attributed to antiretroviral therapy were things like cardiovascular disease, renal disease, and liver disease, thought to be due to toxicities of the drugs. Others thought that most of the problems could be explained by the HIV itself, resulting in inflammation and causing direct damage to the organ. In order to resolve this question, the START trial was enrolled and the result, initial results were published in the New England Journal in 2015. This was a very large trial, about 4,700 patients, and they all had CD4 counts greater than 500 at the start of the trial. They were considered asymptomatic HIV patients who seemed to be doing well. Those patients were randomized either to start antiretroviral therapy immediately or wait until the CD4 count dropped to under 350. The immediate start group was referred to as the immediate start group. The delayed start group is referred to as deferred therapy. The study went on for three years and it's been published in the New England Journal of Medicine in 2015. Not surprisingly, the risk of serious and non-serious AIDS-related events was lower in the immediate start group. In fact, the risk of developing AIDS or serious AIDS or death was 57% lower in the patients who started immediately versus the patients that deferred until their CD4 count was under 350. That by itself wasn't that surprising. However, many people were surprised by the result that non-AIDS-related problems were also significantly lower in the immediate start group. Thus, things that some people had thought were actually caused by antiretroviral treatment, such as cardiovascular disease, kidney disease, or liver disease, were actually higher in the patients who were not taking the antiretrovirals. These things were defined as, for example, cardiovascular disease, an MI, having a stroke, or requiring revascularization in some way, and progression of liver disease or kidney disease. There were also secondary endpoints in the START trial, such as hospitalizations for things other than AIDS. These were also higher in the deferred group. Thus, the initial results of the START trial published in 2015 drove home the point that untreated HIV was worse than treated HIV, even in patients whose CD4 counts were higher. After that, nearly all experienced HIV treaters and HIV guidelines recommend starting antiretrovirals as early as possible. These were pretty exciting times, and it led to all sorts of initiatives in 
diagnosis, early diagnosis, trying to find HIV patients before their CD4 counts had a chance to drop, and early treatment, trying to get patients on treatment as soon as possible after they were diagnosed. We haven't really heard much from the START trial since then, but in fact, it was still running through last year. After the initial results were presented in 2015, all the patients in the START trial were strongly encouraged to use antiretroviral treatment. Nearly all the patients who were initially in the immediate treatment group continued on their antiretrovirals, and well over 85% of the patients who were in the deferred group also started and stayed on antiretrovirals after that. So the question we're going to address in today's podcast was what happened to those patients over the long term? Did the benefits of immediate therapy persist between the groups? After, were there differences between the groups after three years, five years, or even 10 years? after starting antiretroviral therapy? Or did the benefit of starting antiretroviral therapy immediately or even later erase the differences so that both groups would now become equal? At ID Week, October 2022, we got a chance to find out in a presentation by Dr. Abdel Babakar from the University College in London. He was the chief statistician for the START trial and presented long-term results. So as a very brief review, I'll just summarize the initial START trial results that followed patients for a median of about three years after either starting antiretrovirals or deferring until the CD4 count dropped to 350. For serious AIDS-related issues, the groups differed somewhat. And in the group that started as deferred, 27 developed AIDS, whereas in the immediate group, only 15. In the deferred group, 57 died of all causes. And in the immediate treatment group, 47 died. Thus, there was a significant difference in serious AIDS and non-AIDS-related events. Things like the cardiovascular disease and end-stage kidney disease increased in the delayed group. There were 88 patients, and in the early treatment group, only 76 met those endpoints. And that was really surprising because prior to the START trial, people had made the argument that this could be related to antiretroviral therapy rather than the HIV virus itself. In the presentation at ID Week, October of 2022, they looked at three time periods after the initial deferred antiretroviral period. So for these time periods, all the patients were on antiretroviral therapy. These periods were divided into three groups. Period one was 2009 to 2016. All in all, there were about four years of median follow-up of those patients after they were supposed to all start on antiretrovirals. Period two was 2016 to 2021. The median time of follow-up there was six years. So that obviously follows period one. Period three encompasses both period one and two, and it was 2009 all the way to 2021. The median was nine years of follow-up. So now for the results. During period one, the median of four years follow-up, there was a 53% decrease in the rate of adverse events in the patients who had immediate start of antiretroviral therapy versus those that deferred. That, I guess, isn't too surprising given that it was shortly after follow-up period when patients had been off antiretroviral therapy. However, it is a little surprising that the effect persisted even after patients started antiretrovirals. In period two, so after about a median of six years follow-up on antiretrovirals, there was still a 21% higher risk in the deferred group of meeting the primary or secondary endpoints of the study. Well, this difference between the two groups is certainly less than the earlier time points. It's still possibly significant. And this suggests that the difference between the two groups, those that immediately started antiretrovirals while their CD4 count was above 500, 
versus those that deferred antiretroviral therapy until the CD4 count dropped to less than 350, still showed a difference even after everybody had been on antiretrovirals for up to six to nine years. I can't wait until this study is published so that we can all see the details and argue over the minutia of how it was carried out and the statistical significance of each thing. But this presentation confirms the benefits of early antiretroviral therapy, uh, both to prevent conditions that were traditionally thought of as HIV or AIDS-related, as well as those conditions that were originally not thought of as caused by the virus. Although the advantages of early treatment does seem to get less important over the years, there was still an advantage even after six to 10 years. And that's definitely something to keep in mind when we're talking about trying to find and diagnose HIV patients earlier and treat them as early as possible. All in all, the long-term follow-up of the START trial highlights the continued need for early diagnosis and treatment in HIV. We'll put in the references for the original START trial publication in New England Journal, as well as the ID Week 2022 presentation uh, down at the bottom of this podcast. Once again, thanks everybody for joining me, Stephen Fine, for the CEI podcast. Our website can be found at ceitraining.org. Thank you for tuning in. Join us next time for a new episode of Conversations with CEI. Visit us at ceitraining.org and follow us on CEI social media platforms.